The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. If you like to make your NFL games a little bit more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Betting Podcast. And my guy, Steve Fezzik, is back with us. Absolutely love one of the top three betting podcasts in the country. You can check us out on social media. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. I should probably tell you my name, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. A lot of people check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We are, of course, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big fan of the DraftKings app and DraftKings in general. So good to have my guy Steve Fezzik back with us after really an enlightening conversation, I thought, last week with Ben Fox. I was just curious to hear why some of these states still haven't legalized just how big the handle has been, just a fascinating look at at where the betting industry is here in 2024 and how long we've come. By the way, Steve, I noticed, do you know we've been doing this for 10 years? We've been doing this since 2014. I think I went on my own in 2012 with the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, did the Fantasy Feast, I believe, in 2013, and we've been doing this for 10 years since 2014, now I think we only have our records back to whatever it is with grades, like 2016, because uh, we had somebody else, I can't remember his name, that did it the first couple years, but uh, pretty awesome how long we've been doing it. Check him out on social media and only on social media, at Fezzik Sports. He's only at pregame.com. That's the only place you can find the one and only, the two-time winner of the Super Bowl professional football betting the great Steve Fezzik, which brings up question number one, Steve. I know we've got some really good stuff today as it relates to injury information in the NFL, Dr. Chow, something your guy Billy Walters said on Joe Rogan's podcast. But I guess I want to know, here we are, February 27th, 2024. Give me some type of flavor, Steve, for what what your days are like, what you spend most of your time on this time of year. 
So I pivot to college basketball. March Madness is almost upon us. We're going to start late this year, Ross. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day is Selection Sunday. So games aren't going to start till like March 20th, but really the entire month of March, the college basketball tournaments, uh, there's two weeks and the pros love it because there's a fundamental shift in how teams play. Uh, teams don't take games off for the most part. And oftentimes you'll see like the worst team in a the league, they'll make a last stand. They'll have a Waterloo and they'll play super hard that first game of the tournament. And also teams typically don't give up in these conference tournaments. So you'll have epic foul fests. Teams down seven, they might say, ah, we'll live to play another day in January. That's not the case in March when it's their final game of the year. So what does that mean for betting? For live wagering, it changes the dynamic such that I'll use an example. If a team's down 10 with two minutes to play or four minutes to play is a better example, and a place is offering live wagering, there is no way, no way I would ever play that game under on a conference tournament game. During a regular season game, if the favorite's ahead, it might be a very quiet final four minutes. Interesting. Okay. So your you're full throttle in college hoops Anything else or just all in on college hoops? And do you do any NFL work this time of year? I am just starting to do my NFL work, which I will share some of it today in terms of I'm really trying to find little Easter eggs, little things that no one else has noticed to be ahead of the curve. And I've got uh, several actually today to talk about. Ooh, okay. Um, I love it. So then let's get into that a little bit. You know, it's interesting, you and I, we've known about Dr. Chow and SixScore.com for a while, and we'll have him on the show at some point this offseason for sure. He's been on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast before. Uh, most of you know he was a longtime team orthopedic surgeon for the San Diego Chargers when they were the San Diego Chargers. Now he has this website. That's, by the way, not just the NFL. They, I know they do NBA. I think they do baseball. They do other sports as well. It's called SickScore.com, and that stands for Sports Injury Central, S-I-C-Score.com. Well, anyway, you and I were talking about it quite a bit during the postseason, Steve, because they've had a lot of success just betting – purely on their injury information. They don't know anything else. They just go based on their injury information. And I think you might have been the one that said this, Steve, but it makes sense because the injury information only affects the lines when it's quarterbacks. So basically the other stuff, you know, the backup, whatever, the linebackers, the safeties, you know, whatever, that – that's not really a that, that's not really included in the betting line. So if you know, like we knew in the playoffs, one team was a lot healthier than the other in a given matchup, that was certainly and it proved to be the case for us, Steve. That was certainly an edge in the postseason, knowing which team was healthier, especially if there was a big health advantage in these games per Sports Injury Central and Dr. Chow and SixScore.com. Exactly right. So obviously when a quarterback is out, the line's going to move immediately. It's I'm not the only one that has big charts up on how much the backup, how much a team falls off 
versus the starter. If Justin Jefferson is out, of course, the line's going to move a point and a quarter for a superstar. But for the vast majority of players, they're worth like a quarter point. It's not enough to move the line. But what happens when you start stacking all these quarter point injuries times seven, now it's worth one and three quarters points. And Vegas oftentimes just doesn't adjust enough, especially if you've got injuries at uh, cluster injuries at certain positions where team uh, offensive line, by example, just can't field. And Sports Injury Central just has done a phenomenal job quantifying it numerically, most injured, least injured teams. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's awesome, except it seems like now, Steve, the, the, the secret might be out, right? Um, Billy Walters, who I, I believe, have you called on this podcast, have you called him the greatest sports better ever? Or what, what have you said about Billy on this show? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, so Billy is the GOAT, and you know what? Billy is so far the GOAT above each and everyone else. I'm sure there's some dude probably under the radar that maybe bets has bet somewhat close to what Billy has bet, but no one even knows who he is, and he stayed under the radar. But what made Billy Walters unique is I really think he went ahead and brought things to the next level where he didn't try to just win by himself. So he used the computer group that generated all their, their numbers, and he got those numbers. And then he was like a mutual fund manager that had all these analysts working for him, telling him, giving him recommendations, oh, we should bet on Temple, we should bet on the Chargers. And then he would go ahead and have traders that would execute for him. So he was part of a master team, that, uh, and that truly made him, his organization, you know, the greatest betting group of all time. Wow. So how does he get money down? If everybody knows he's that good. Well, he's got an account at Circus Sports, and they just take his action, normal limits. But he, back in his heyday, I I can only imagine how many people he had moving for him. You know, like, to use an example, um, you know, we talk with our friend Paul Roberts, and, like, I'll give Paul, like, little recommendations on what to bet on. I think Billy, he had hundreds of people throughout the country that would go ahead and be firing for him in the U.S. domestically, offshore, you know, um, Costa Rica, um, uh, Carousel, everywhere um, for in order for him to get down. And this is documented in the book, The Sharp Money by Koenig. So I'd rec- recommend you read that if you want to learn more about how Billy got down, The Sharp Money. So does he... Um... Does he do a lot of media? He was on Joe Rogan's podcast this week. Does he do a lot of media? Because I I don't hear his name that much. He never did any media. And then one time he appeared on 60 Minutes and he talked about um, what he, how the stock market was like a rigged investment game and it was unfair. And he believed that I, when I read his book, I believe that he felt that put him on the radar and that ultimately he wound up going to prison for insider trading. You know, that, you know that's a inter- very interesting um, discussion. I'm not going to go there in terms of my opinions on that. But he felt like the, doing that in front of the media, he became he got too close to the sun. And frankly, for whatever reason, in Nevada, the, the casinos and the, le- the, the Nevada legal people never liked Billy Walters, and they were always going after him. He was arrested six, seven times, never convicted of any, any wrongdoing. 
They, they said he was bookmaking. He was never bookmaking. All he was doing was betting. And what did he do wrong, Ross? Well, he was winning. So he got the casinos very angry at him. Wow. Six or seven times he was arrested for what? It was always for illegal bookmaking. All right. Even though, I mean, he was never a bookie. All he did was bet. Wow. I'm now like fascinated by this guy. So anyway, um, he went on Joe Rogan's show. And one of the things he said was, oh, by the way, that reminds me, before we even get into that, Steve, somebody asked me, a, a friend of mine asked me this question recently. You may or may not know the answer, okay? Do you know if it is illegal to give inside betting information and or illegal to bet on said information? So let's just say, um, you know, I work for the Eagles, right? So let's, I do some stuff for them. Let's say they tell me, hey, nobody knows it, but Hertz isn't going to play, blah, 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 right? I tell you that, and then you go place a bet on that. Is what I did illegal? Is what you did illegal? I know I would never do that because I am told by my employers not to do that. We are not allowed to do that per my employers. So when I have buddies ask me stuff, I'm like, you know I can't say that, whether it's CBS or Western One or, or the Eagles or whatever. But I guess I'm curious, like, do you know the actual legalities of that? Well, last time I checked, I do not have a law degree. However, I am a firm believer that the certain court cases have precedent and you can learn from them. And so we just had this happen. So the Alabama baseball coach, his starting pitcher was hurt and he texted a Confederate, I believe in Ohio, and said, bet against my team. It's a great bet. And this fellow went to the window and asked for like 150,000 anti-Alabama. It won. All right. And he was like actually pounding his chest. This, if you knew what I knew, you would realize what a great bet this is. So just complete utter square, you know, in terms of getting down. So how this plays out is going to answer your question in terms of will there be any legalities against obviously the Alabama coach, totally immoral, unethical. He got fired. Now, will there be legal implications and we'll have to follow that case? I think that will be the precedent. You'd, you'd agree with that, right, Ross? I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, he's actually a participant, which might change things a little bit. You know, being the coach, he's a participant and he has the ability to affect the outcome, which I think puts him in a different category at, from someone that's just has information and is relaying it. I think that puts him in a little bit of a different category. I also think, Steve, whether you're hosting game day or movie night, DiGiorno knows that planning a watch party on a budget isn't easy. You need the perfect setting, the perfect squad, and the perfect eats. Luckily, you're a game-time mastermind, and you know that grabbing DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza can bring home a dub because it's packed with half a pound of cheese, sauce, other toppings, and comes at an incredible price. Make the game-winning call and grab a DiGiorno Classic Crust Pizza from the grocery store today. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Like I like to do, wash it down with some delicious Labatt Blue Lights. Absolutely love me some Labatt Blue Lights. I think you guys probably saw, not last weekend, but maybe the weekend before, I was measuring snow in Montana with Labatt Blue Lights. It was amazing. Always enjoy it responsibly. It is delicious beer. Uh, Labatt USA, made in Buffalo, New York. Okay. 
So let's get into it. Billy Walter, Steve, he told Joe Rogan on Joe Rogan's show that he has followed, tailed, whatever word you want to use, Dr. Chow quite a bit, and that that has been very successful for him. So first of all, your thoughts on that, your thoughts on Billy saying on Rogan's show that he's followed Dr. Chow. Makes complete sense to me. I've been ultra impressed with Dr. Chow, his whole staff, and what they do. And frankly, I think it's been unutilized information. Doesn't surprise me that Billy was ahead of the curve. Bold prediction, five years from now, everyone is going to be, you know, basically when they do their injury talk, they're going to say, oh, SIC scores and who's more injured, less injured. And that's going to become industry standard within a few years. So that's my next question. When are we going to lose this edge? Like, it feels like we have an edge. You you spelled out what the edge was with the line, with the stacking of injuries and it being a point and a half. When will the books wise up and start to take into account the six score? Or will they not until enough betters are actually using it to make a difference? The latter, because let's face it, the six score isn't going to come out until midweek, right? I mean, so the NFL lines are already going to be out when those scores come out um, to show how powerful those sick scores can be. You know, I just went back and looked at 2022 and I looked at the health of teams and I looked at the seven teams that were the least injured in 2022. The most was uh, Kansas City, Minnesota and Philadelphia. And I looked at the top seven, Ross, if you played all seven of those teams this past year to go under, assuming that they couldn't have such good fortune Again, the following year, you went 7-0 and in season wins. 7-0. and Kansas City, Minnesota, Philly, Jacksonville, Cincy, Carolina, and New England. Those teams, least injured in 2022, all seven went under their total 2023. Wow. So how do you know if that's not just a one-year aberration or not a, not a big enough sample size? Well, when something that has a 1 in 128 chance of happening, you know, one one half to the seventh, and it hits, and it's logical, I am beyond a, um, a reasonable confidence interval. I am, um, I'm confident that is, it is statistically significant. Okay, so it sounds to me like what we need to do is we need to find out from Dr. Chow the most injured, least injured teams – from 2023 and then be ready to pounce when the season win totals come out. Exactly right. And I do um, have from Dr. Chow hot off the presses, the top teams and I can, let me relate maybe the top three teams least injured last year, Las Vegas, Atlanta, and Dallas. So what does that mean? These teams had relatively very few injuries. There is no way I'm playing on those teams in any way, shape or form. And I'm looking to fade Vegas, Atlanta, and Dallas this coming year. Wow. That is interesting. I will say a team like Philadelphia, just because I follow them closely, I know this, they were pretty healthy two years in a row now. Although they were not as healthy this year as they were the year before. They were not. Spot on. Philly was the sixth healthiest team this past year. Uh, Last year, they were the third healthiest team. So... 
I want no part of the Eagles either going forward in terms of betting over the course of the season. Got it. Um, one of the things we're going to do a lot this offseason that I know people will enjoy, uh, first of all, Steve always has some betting nuggets for you pretty much every week, right? We know that. Also, we're going to get into your email questions because people have awesome, awesome email questions. We're also going to start to look at the schedule a little bit, Steve, the NFL schedule, because before these, the schedule comes out, we actually know who these teams are playing, so maybe we can get ahead there. I do want to make sure we get to at least one email question this week, Steve. So let's do that now. We'll see how much time we have left over after that. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to ask Steve. I actually think I might know the answer to this one, Steve, which, which gets me excited. And uh, we'll, I'll tell you, you can tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong, but I try to learn from the show. All right, this is from Justin Biter, and he is from Berwick, Pennsylvania. Steve, are you familiar with Berwick, Pennsylvania at all? Not at all. Okay, Berwick, Pennsylvania is uh, northeast Pennsylvania. It's in the coal region of Pennsylvania. They were a legendary high school football program mm. in the 80s and the 90s to the point where I think they won multiple USA Today national mythical, right, national championships. It's where Ron Paulus was the quarterback. Remember he went to Notre Dame and he was supposed to be the first guy to win the Heisman or, or he's going to win the Heisman three times or at least twice according to Bino Cook. So what I can tell you about Northeast Pennsylvania about the coal region, I know, Steve, that sports betting has only been legalized in Pennsylvania for about five years, perhaps. When I tell you, they've been betting a lot longer than that <laughs> in, in Northeast Pennsylvania in the coal region. I can assure you they've been betting a lot longer than that and a lot of money. And they're not afraid to bet on high school football games, Steve. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, so you're talking about Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, a little bit Allentown, Bethlehem, Hazleton, Pottsville, where Yingling Beer is from. Anyway, here's the question from Justin. Hi, Ross. Really enjoy the Even Money podcast with yourself and Steve Fezzik. I have a question in regards to a line of three or three and a half. Throughout the season, I've heard both of you shy away from three-point lines and say, I would take it if it was three and a half. I understand the obvious implications of a line that is three and a half, but taking a team that is getting three would only result in a push if the margin was exactly three. So why would you shy away if it doesn't result in an outright loss I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So here's where I think the answer is, Steve. Correct me if I'm wrong. But if you look at all of the different outcomes, you win the bet, you lose the bet, you push the bet. If the line is three and a half, then we're talking about a plus EV line, right? Like the expected value of that line is positive if we're getting the three and a half. So we like the bet because we think it's pot plus EV and we're going to win. 
We got, we got a good chance to win. When it drops to three, the chances of the game pushing go much higher. And as a result, we no longer think it's a plus EV bet. So yes, we still would only push if it hit on the exact three. But now we don't think there's as good of a chance that we actually win. So it's not worth the risk of potentially losing since we don't think there's as good of a chance of us winning because there's a lot greater chance for a push. Exactly right. Let's put up warning math coming warning. If a a team played a hundred times and we lean to the underdog plus three there, let's put numbers to it. They're going to win. They're going to cover the game 46. They're not going to not cover 44 and it's going to land right on three. We're going to push 10 times. So we're going to go 46, 44 and 10. Well, 46 and 44 is insufficient because once we pay the 10% uh, vigorous, we're going to lose. But what happens if we take that 10 times that we push and we actually win? When we get plus three and a half, now we're styling. Now we're 56 and 44. We're hitting 56% and we are feeling better, Ross. We are feeling better. If you like Pennsylvania high school football, you go watch all the right moves with Tom Cruise and you are feeling better than Tom Cruise than when he gets that scholarship to Cal Poly in California. Absolutely epic movie. I've seen it multiple times. That is about Pittsburgh. And I would tell you Pittsburgh and Northeast Pennsylvania, in particular the coal region, have a lot of similarities. Northeast PA, it's coal. Pittsburgh, it's steel. But it's the same people. It's the same mindset. I have heard of high school football games in Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, Steve, where there's over a $100,000 handle on some of the high school football games in Western Pennsylvania. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Listen, I'm already excited about next week, okay, because Steve has already done some of the work on the schedules for these NFL teams, so we might even get to a whole conference or maybe division by division. We got to get to some college basketball stuff with Steve next week. We're going to do an email question every week. Plus, we'll start to have guys signing, getting cut, free agency, draft news. It is going to be an epic offseason. You don't want to go anywhere. Tell everybody these offseason shows are just as good as the ones during the season. Check him out at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for tuning in to Even Money. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.